We're back. We have a special guest today. I'm excited. We're missing two of our normal people, but it's our gambling edition. Joey Clax, producer extraordinaire, always with me or I can't do my show. Thank you for joining us. What's up, pal? I decided to not sell Christmas trees and not take pictures of my dog on the couch. So I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Unlike our other two hosts who did not show up because one is slinging trees, Christmas trees in California. And uh, the other one... He's having a doggy a, photo shoot. He's having a, he's, having a he's having a poodle photo shoot on his uh, couch for Instagram. Those are important, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, that voice you just heard, um, you, it's a familiar voice to all fired up. Um, if you are a fan from back in the day, um, I don't know how many of those still exist, but um, if you're still alive, any of those people, when we talked about Tim Tebow and Jeremy Lin back then, um, important Yes, Happy Hanukkah, everyone. I'm excited. I think nice. we're ready to rock. Uh, it is the first day of uh, the Festival of Lights, so I think this is a, a perfect time to celebrate point spreads. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. There, there's, there's eight candles plus the plus the Shabbos, so we've got nine candles. we got right. nine games to talk about, plus a couple extra. So that's a perfect thing. I, I like that analogy. I'll roll with it. Uh, he's our Carolina expert, folks. Uh, he can give you anything you need to know in the Carolinas and some New York teams while you're at it, just like Joey Clax. So should we little, start? Little sprinkle of everything. Let, 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 let's start with a game that's going to be really, really, really ugly. Clax, what do you think of this Bengals-Cowboys game? Because you know John was here. He'd be taking the Bengals, and even though they're giving <laughs> – they're getting only three and a half. He would take it. You know he'd take it. This I can't. I, it's, this, is just a, this is just a disgusting nightmare. Um, and it's just a disgusting nightmare. And you can put John down for the Bengals, by the way. Uh, there's one thing I can guarantee you is that he would have taken the Bengals. And he would have called it one of his locks for the week. Um, but uh, uh, it's, just, it's, just, it's just disgusting. But 42 I, and a half. 42 and a half is the over. Yeah, I'll take the Cowboys in the over, dude. Yeah, there's just it's way too much inexperience on that Cincy team. You got to take you got to take the the veterans. I'm going to take Rocket? Cowboys. I'm going to take Red, Red Rocket. Rocket. Red Rocket in the over. What do you think, Axel? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with the absolute opposite of that. So I'll make a couple of points really quickly. First and foremost, you have Love Dallas it. has one of the absolute worst defenses in the league. And uh, they're coming off of some absolutely incredible injuries. And now you have Zach Martin down, especially in the offensive line. Since he's been playing hard, even though it's not getting him to wins, uh, I feel like this is a sneaky W for Cincy at home. Who's the quarterback for the Bengals right now? Something, Allen? Yeah, that's exactly. Why, and that's why I can't take the Bengals because I, I don't know who their quarterback is. We, they're running back, Mixon is out. A.J. Green looks like he's 60. Um, and their defense is garbage also. And it's funny because you would think when there's two garbage defenses, I would take the over. Um, but no, I'm taking the under in this game just because I think it's going to be that ugly garbage. Both quarterbacks suck. And I'm going to take the Bengals, I guess. I think I'm taking the Bengals. I don't know why I want to take the Bengals, but three and a half, like – no, so, no, 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 I can't do it. Common misconception. I, let me, let me, before you answer that question. Okay. Common misconception about the Bengals defense is that they're terrible. They're actually pretty middle of the road. They're, they're pretty okay. They're pretty okay. Not terrible. Yes. I'll agree with you about the offense, but Hey, I'm going to, 
I'm going to let you take one huge guess here and tell me whose offense is ranked lower than the Bengals. <laughs> the Cowboys? Yes. So keep that in mind, right? So not only do you have that on your side, but they're playing at home. There's a lot of back and forth happening as we speak about the Cowboys absolutely hating their lives in terms of a roster, especially when it comes to their coaching. So there has, there also is something to be said about the give a shit factor, right? Mm. And that, you know, that means a lot. All right. I'm going with the Bengals then. I'll stick with it. That, that convinced me. I, I, I don't like ever betting on the red rocket. Um, I thought that with Dak, they were going to win 11 games this year without him four. They've got three right now. This could be number four, but no, I'll, I'll stick with it. Um, what about these other two teams that are kind of struggling? We're starting with some crappy teams today. Bears and Texans. Um, basically a pick. I'm one point going um, to the Bears at home, 45 and a half over under. Um, what do you think, Axel? You you, you think Trubisky? We've, we had a little, a little conversation this year. I never thought Trubisky should have come out. As the quarterback, I think Nick Foles is the most overrated quarterback. Um, or one of the, other than Kirk Cousins is the most overrated quarterback. <laughs> Don't get me going on Kirk Cousins. That's a later later conversation. But um, I think they messed up the whole season by taking Trubisky out personally. Um, now they're playing the four and eight Texans. It's a pick. What, what do you think in this? Yeah, I have, in terms of odds, I actually have Houston – uh, giving a point and a half. So funny because these two teams literally have the two worst running offices in the NFL, right? So we're going to be uh, throwing the ball a lot. The game is in Chicago. I believe weather-wise, they should be somewhere around like high 20s, low 30s in terms of degrees that day. Um, I feel like this is going to be a low-scoring game, and I feel like it's going to be a gross game. I, but I'm going to go with Houston giving a point and a half. Uh, what did you say the over-under was? 45 and a half. I'm going to take the under on that as well because regardless of how many, like, random touchdowns Deshaun could throw, Trubisky is never going to match that. So <laughs> uh, Another, like, random point about Houston is that, once again, for I don't know how many years in a row, is their defense is under, just constantly just, you know, just lowering themselves in terms of value. And they're, once again, having a terrible year. In, uh, as a defense, I don't, I don't understand why, as an organization, selling off um, uh, D Hop, they should really even take a look at maybe getting rid of JJ Watt because. Okay. So, how good dropping. is JJ Watt still? He's great, but if the defense as a whole is in the bottom 10 of the league constantly, once again this year, and the only thing that you're above average in is, I believe it was like defensive touchdowns, everything else you're below the average, below the curve. So why not get rid of him and build for the future, especially with, you know, uh, your, your quarterback I agree. Your quarterback locked up forever. I, I, I agree. I, I think that they should have got rid of one, either both or none. And I yeah. think J.J. Watt is still really, really good. If you watch the games he plays, he's good. It's just he's triple teamed half the time. Um, there's no one else. Once Clowney left, there was no one else to scare anybody on that defense. Um, Clax, what, what do you think? You got, you got your money on Trubisky this week? I feel like you do. Um. It's in Chicago. I know. I know you. You know, it's in Chicago in the cold. And I, I like everything that Axe just said. And it's, it's, there, it's all facts. But, and I'm not putting my money on Mitch, just for the record. I'm putting my money on Chicago's defense in, in the cold. And um, 
That's so yeah, so I'm gonna take the Bears and the under. Did Jonathan text you and give you the weather report by chance? <laughs> no, I actually, I actually just got it from Max. I know he really cares about <laughs> the weather. Um, I, you, you know what I like in this matchup? I'm gonna take the Texans, and I'll tell you why. Well, quarterbacks is a great reason to start, but head yep. coaches, Romeo Cornell has got them playing. They, they've won four out of six. Yep. Um, the Bears are not good, and their head coach is going to get fired at the end of the season. He's not good. Um, we've been predicting these coaches to get fired. Um, we're going to get to the Jets later, and Clax has a theory of why Gay still has a job because he's okay. the only one that we predicted that should have been fired that hasn't yet. Yep. Um, and the theory is – Hold I on, just, Sam. You, 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 can, you can get into that, but I, I, I want to question whether or not – I want to fact check this Romeo is four of six. Yeah, because they weren't they – Two and six when they fired their head coach. Were they? And now they're four and eight. Oh, so that would make them. Yeah, they would be four four and two. Oh, yeah, then they're four and two. Wow. All right. Or or they're with. I think in between week six and seven, he took over. Yeah, so it was something like one and five or oh and six when he took, when, when he got fired. And now they're four and eight. I think they were, I think they were one and five. One and five. So then he's, okay, three and two or three and three, whatever. He's still getting them to play where they weren't playing hard before. That's the biggest difference. Um, yeah, four of the last five uh, outside of obviously the loss. Four out of the last five is, is impressive. That's good. That, that's, All right. Oh, you know who else has done something like that that you won't call impressive? Cleveland Browns, but we'll get to them later too. I don't even want to talk we'll about that. We'll that'll, be the last, that'll be the last <laughs> thing we'll talk about. But yeah, the reason Axel, Adam... Axel put together a top five list for us, Clax, just so you know. Um, good, good, and I'm sure the Browns aren't in it. However, <laughs> um, Adam Gase still has a job because somewhere along the lines, he said, okay, I'll go 0-16. Somewhere along the lines, he said, okay, I'll go 0-16, and shit rolls downhill. You're telling me that that last play of that Raiders game, that that defense got called intentionally to try to win the game? No, 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 no. That defense got called to try to lose the game. It worked. And it worked. Genius. But yeah, basically, they the realized- The corner even pulled up. But yes. They, exactly. If they fired Adam Gase, there's a good Will- chance the Jets could win one or two games this year. Williams, is that the defense coordinator? He got scapegoated. And Gase, the million-dollar question that I have is, does Gase still have a job next season? If he does, you know this was this was a rigged season. That's the oh, only way he has a job is if it's a rigged season. I, I'm going to buy a Lawrence Taylor jersey because I'll be a Giants fan forever after that, dude. <laughs> what do you think of that, Axel? So here's the deal. Like uh, when the defensive coordinator calls the actual all-out blitz, the head coach has the option to go, wait, dude, that's a terrible decision. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's not like they're not in the same headset together. Right. So it's not like he can't go, hey, bro, that's fucking stupid. Let's <laughs> go ahead and not do that. Actually, let's go ahead and do the – you know what? Let's call a timeout right here. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? But he didn't do that. So I don't know. I didn't realize there was an Adam Gaze conspiracy theory as yes. a topic of discussion tonight. I'm really excited that there is because <laughs> I can actually see that happening. Right? Yes. If uh, – uh, here's an here's another conspiracy theory. Now now that I'm thinking through this, Ooh. maybe he's just blown a season, and maybe there's like a huge under the table payday coming up for him in some capacity. You know what I mean? Well, I always season. think about that because like I don't understand like 
just because there's like a cap doesn't mean they can't be like shady deals like you know like Tom Brady in, in New England, every every year he'd take his huge pay cut. Like Robert Kraft wasn't giving him something under the books. Give me exactly. Give like me there wasn't break. like bags of gold bars like showing up. You know what I mean? You know it. You I, know I, I don't, it. I don't know. I don't know. So, but but the deal is, look. When LeBron showed up in LA, what do you think they were giving him? More than just a regular contract that every other team offered him. I'm sorry. Exactly. So there was a lot of backdoor deals happening, and I feel like that's actually the norm. Just the norm that like people don't want to talk about or even you know consider, you know, because sports a lot of times you know that's all we got, right? After <laughs> everything's said and done, to like just like for you know, and if that's if that gets exposed, what else we got? All right, I got a question for you. I got yeah. a question for you. Um, the answer is Pornhub, by the way. Um, nope, that would have been the answer if we didn't have SATs as our as our blog. <laughs> Next year it'll be Pornhub Premium. Um, Chiefs, Dolphins, are the Chiefs to you the f- absolute just favorite to win the Super Bowl? Because I've been saying it since week one. Like, it's no doubt in my mind. It'd be a giant upset if they don't win the Super Bowl. It's, it's them against the field, in my opinion. Do you see it that way? Yeah, 10,000%. I actually have a lot of thoughts on the, the game against the Dolphins. But more importantly, the probably the, the most underappreciated thing with the Chiefs that people don't realize is how fucking amazing their defense is. Right. Everyone talks about their offense and rightly so it's, it's hard, you know, to miss that, but their defense by far is absolutely incredible. There's like maybe, you know, maybe a little bit of like a glitch in their like run defense, but they do, they, they're above average in pass defense, run defense plays. They, they get off the field quickly. They give Patty Mahomes all the you know time and uh, opportunities in the world. Um, I, I honestly think that once, you know, we get into playoff time, you're going to see them shine once again. And I think it's, you know, not even going to be fair to everybody else who's clearly has a ton more warts as an organization, as a team than the chiefs do. So it's, it's funny you say that because Ethan thinks Spagnola is a one trick pony and thinks that he's just a flash in a pan. Ready? I do. I, I think Spagnola had his time in New York, but I think like, I don't know. I just don't think he's that good anymore. The defensive coordinator, but I think the players are amazing on that team, and it almost makes up for his crazy. Some of his play calls are just silly at this point to me. I don't know. When I watch the demon, like, what? Why are they there? But they just studs. Like they've got some studs. That's what it I just out. love it when someone else points out that Spagnola is smarter than you think he is. That's that's all. <laughs> oh no! If there's anyone who likes Spags. to tell me I'm wrong, it's this guy Axel. Let me tell you. Um, I love Spags. Yeah, I mean we've we've had a lot of uh, text battles you and I. So um, most, most importantly, you know, we'll get to your Giants soon, Clax. Don't yeah, you worry. They're coming up I'm, next, but. Let's, let's talk about this Chiefs-Dolphins. Um, seven points going to the Dolphins at home with a 50-and-a-half over-under. Um, so do you see this, Axel, as Chiefs covering and uh, rolling with this one, or do you think it's going to be a close game, possibly upset? So let's go, let's go through this, right? So Dolphins have won seven of their last eight games. Brian Flores is amazing. He's going to get these guys hyped up. They're at home. Um, you know, there's a lot of talk in the news about the Chiefs not being as good because they're not even like blowing teams out by 40 anymore, which I find hilarious. You know, we just talked about their defense. After every everything that I just mentioned, I'm still gonna take the Chiefs giving seven. Here's why is because at the end of the day, you got Tua back there who hasn't really been, you know, shining as bright as people thought he'd be. And then on top of that. 
the defense is so they're going to confuse them up. I think the lights are going to be a little too bright for a young team like uh, Miami. You got all the experience in the world with the Chiefs, you know how to handle a big game. And honestly, a lot of people are talking smack by the Chiefs, so I think they have even more chip on their shoulder going into a big game like this. I think Andy Reid's having fun calling plays with these guys out there. Clax, you think the Chiefs are going to cover this, or are we going to be a close, close game? The Dolphins have a streak going, not sure what it is, but of however many games with a defensive turnover. And I think it might even be defensive points. More than the turnover, might even be points off of uh, – might even be points off of. And um, that streak's going to end this week. <laughs> and because it's a streak, that's what it is. And um, – I, I think the Chiefs are going to are good. There's, there's one thing that everybody forgets about. They're the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, they weren't exactly. supposed to do anything this year. They have overachieved big time. They could lose out and they will have had a successful season, all things considered. And they're not going to lose out. So Chiefs and the over. I mean, it's funny. We're 12 games in and Patrick Mahomes has about 150 yards under 4,000 already for the season. Yeah. So he, he's going to be in that 5,500 range probably by the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, the league leader in receiving is Hill. And, oh, second is Travis Kelsey, the tight end, who has 82 receptions already this year with another four games still to play. Uh, so he's going to get himself a good 100 and something plus like 1,500 yards. Um, to me, Chiefs, blow them out, over. Um, because I do think the Dolphins with two will put up a little bit of points. Uh, but two is going to be intimidated by Mahomes. I think it's not going to be even close. all day. It's not going to be close all day. Um, the next game is a fun one. I want to talk about, I got uh, the New York football giants um, hosting the Arizona Cardinals where I live. I hear a lot of local Cardinals talking more three weeks ago. They were talking Super Bowl with this team out here. Let me tell you now it's so depressing. They're like, we're not going to make the playoffs. Kyle and Murray must be hurt. <laughs> Uh, blah, blah, blah. The Giants are going to come in and whoop us. And I don't know. Three points going to the Giants at home, 45 over under. Both teams could be six and seven at the end of this week if the Giants win. Axel, you used to live in New York back in the day. I got a huge Giants tattoo on my leg. I, I love uh, everything and everything Giants. So it's funny. I have Arizona getting two, but regardless, so. I can't believe I'm, I'm doing this, but it's, I have to kind of stay true to what I, what I know and love is I have to go with Arizona on this one. Here's why. Right. So um, I get that the Cardinals are coming off of three straight losses. I get all that. The Giants defense has been playing absolutely incredible, but the thing that I keep in mind is they're still dinged up. Um, we don't know. We don't even know who's playing quarterback this week. So I don't Danny think... Dimes is clear. They just announced it today, but we'll see if he actually plays. So if he plays, I'm going to double down on Arizona um, taking this one because I feel like Danny Dimes is going to come in a little overhyped. You know, the team's playing great. Um, I think he, you know, everything that you read and hear, he really wanted to be involved in last week's game. Uh, I think that, you know, as wait, good as wait, wait, have been. So you're saying – they're in better shape with Colt McCoy than no, no, no. He's no, no, no. He's saying they're no. He said they're in better shape without an overhyped Danny Dimes. Exactly, and I think that um, the Arizona defense has been playing okay, and I think Kyler Murray is just way too athletic, and I don't think we have the a- athletes back there to handle a guy like that. And honestly, um, you know, I think D Hop's going to have himself a day. 
you know, mm-hmm. especially if we can't get to the quarterback, which, you know, it's, um, I get that our sacks are up and Leonard Williams just coming off an NFC defensive player to week honors, mm-hmm. but you know, we don't have any true pass rushers, right. It's been kind of like a pass rush by committee and, you know, that could only go for so long. I think right now we're, we're, um, the way the Giants are winning is by not making mistakes, but they're known to make a shit ton of mistakes. So it's, you know, sooner or later, we're going to revert back to who we are. So I'm just, I'm just waiting for that. Flax, you know what? I, I agree. I agree with what he's saying. And it kind of reminds me of John's fantasy team. Like, they're <laughs> just going to run out at some point. Like, the Giants have been kind of lucky. Like, that, like, their defense was great against Seattle. Seattle had a bad game against them. They kind of worked together to give the Giants a win. Um, Clax, what do you think about this one? I know you were on the card. The Rams, did the Rams just score a touchdown or something on defense? They did, didn't they? On de- I hope so. They did. <laughs> Let's go fantasy team. <laughs> they did. Um, you know, DK, uh, there's all this hype now because because the Giants beat the Seahawks, which was, a, of course, was a big deal. But, you know, DK Metcalf and, and um, Tyler Lockett, D hop is a completely different story. And yep. the, the giants, no, only a couple teams have an answer for that. The Rams are one of them. We saw what happened last week, but the giants defense is not the Rams defense. And, yep. you know, you made up, you, you made a lot of good points about the giants linebackers and they really don't have any, any, any uh, real, real game changers. And, like Martinez no is great, but he's not. He that, is. You know. He is, but he's, he's not, not a game changer. Yeah. Like, to answer Kyler, it's not going to happen. D-Hop's going to have a huge game. I think the line is beyond appropriate because the, the Cardinals are going to win by a field goal, sure. and it's going to be the Cardinals in the under. Cardinals in the under. I'm going to take the Cardinals and the over. Um, I think for all the reasons you guys both said, um, I think the Giants just – they're good in their division. They're, they're compared to those teams. They're they're good, but when it comes to the rest of the league, they're not that good. And it's the same thing for the Washington Football Team. The same thing for the Cowboys and Eagles. You're just not that good when you play other teams. And uh, yeah, I I think it's going to be a pretty big win for the Cardinals. I think they're going to win by like twenty. That's what I think. Yeah, I, I mean, people people got to remember like it's Wayne Gallman. You know what I mean? Like I like Wayne Gallman. I'm okay with Wayne, Wayne Gallman. Wayne Gallman. Yes, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. There was a couple of runs where they, the announcers even like called it out. They were like, "Oh, can you look at him? He he, he just like waits that half a second, then bursts. He's so patient." That wasn't there in the last couple of years. And even with that, it's still Wayne Gallman, right? So let's just make sure we remember that. It, it, it is Wayne. That, that is a, that's a good point. And let's not forget who's on the other side. Kenyon Drake. Uh, and Edmonds and, and Drake might not even play this week. They're saying so. Uh, yeah. We'll see. I think the Cardinals are going to smoke them though. Uh, you, you know what team I think is really overrated? Both of these next two teams: uh, the Buccaneers versus the Vikings. Uh, yeah. Two overrated teams. Six and a half going to the Vikings on the road. It's a lot of points, Clax. It's a lot of points, but I mean, I got I have feelings on this game. Okay. This is this is a must win for both teams, but this is a this is a real must win for Tom Brady. It's a real a real must win for anybody that's new to that Patriots offense. That, that's part of that's part of. I'm sorry, the the Bucks offense, and it's, I don't care that it's six and a half points. I think they're cover it, and I, it's Tampa Bay in the over, and it's 
uh, I'm, I'm pretty adamant about this one. I feel like they're going to cover this convincingly. The Vikings are trash. They're the best six and six team in football. And the, the Bucks are coming off a bye on top of it. They're the best six and six or the worst six and six? The worst six and six. Did I say best? You did. And I didn't believe uh, that at I, all. I, I, I meant worst. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, um, is, is this Antonio Brown's coming out party, Axel? No, he, no, no. He's not going to have a coming out party. You didn't even ask me that. And I'm going to answer it for you. He's not going to have a coming out party this year. I knew your answer, but I, and that wasn't your answer at the beginning of the year, by the way, Mr. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I believe you had three clock attacks begging for Antonio Brown to get on a team. And now that he is, and he's you know, <laughs> representing my fantasy team as well. You just seem to have a lot of hatred towards the man. Um, he's going to get there. He's going to be dancing this week. You're going to see some, 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 some gyrating of the hips. That's what I predict this week. What do you think? That'd be, great if he, that'd be great if he does that and then just immediately gets suspended. Like, ah, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, once he does, the mojo is going to roll for that team. That's what they're waiting for. I'll, I'll make this one really, really quickly. I got, I'm taking Tampa Bay, get, uh, giving six and a half, coming off back-to-back losses. You know, Tom's pissed. You know, that team's probably, you know, getting it all together, especially with Tom yelling at him. And honestly, I think they also have some additional urgency that, no one's really talking about is dude the saints are fucking murdering it right what are they mm-hmm. i don't know how many how many in a row they've won Nine. and there's they're they're running away with the division this is I a mean, must win this is a must like you gotta make can you imagine that this team not making the playoffs well that's what bruce arians came out that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying if they lose this game they're tied with the vikings um and and then that's not good because they'll lose the tiebreaker because they lost to them so that's right. below the top. They'll be below the Vikings. Can you, um, can you imagine? Didn't okay. the Vikings open up 0-5? Now they could possibly have a tiebreaker over the Bucks. <laughs> that's crazy. Axel, uh, is Bruce Arians on the hot seat? I no, yes. I don't think so. I say so. yes. He I don't has think to so. Be. You don't think so? I don't think so. I th- well, look, well, Tom, okay, wait, wait. Tom's there for another year. If I think- Tom says, I want a new coach my last year here, <laughs> is, Brady, is he on the hot seat? I I, you know what? It's, that's hard to say. I can see it going both ways. I can see the owner saying, okay, well, we got to make this happen to keep this guy happy and hopefully productive and productivity means revenue. Right. So, but in the same time, if the owner believes in Arians long-term because Tom's done after this. Arians has no long-term for anything. He's the I'm, second oldest coach in the league. I like, never but, said that wasn't the case. I'm just, I'm just asking like maybe the ownership feels that way. You know, you never know. But what so, happened with Antonio Brown? Arians like, no way is he ever coming on my team. Brady says, I want him next day. He's on the bucks. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I could see them going just with whatever Tom wants to do moving forward. Cause I feel like Arians, you know, that old school type of like, I'm just going to like curse you guys out until like I get and my his way. offense doesn't fit Brady at all. His run and gun and throw it deep and lots of interceptions is okay. Like yeah. James, James last year, that was fine for him. Like, but here, here, I got, I got a, here's my, this is what I think is going to happen here. Here's a little hot take for you. What if Josh McDaniels becomes the head coach next year? Could be. What if he Could says, be. I want my old offensive coordinator to run that offense with all these weapons like we did with Randy Moss, and let's run it that way. Dink and Duncan and have one or two guys running deep all the time. I mean, this is this would be the perfect year to do that. I mean, the Patriots are no longer the Patriots, right? I mean, I do think that also next year they're going to have an infusion of talent um, that most teams don't have with all the COVID yep. uh, guys that decided to bounce for this year. So I think the team itself is going to get better. But 
I think, you know, I think I could totally see McDaniel just saying like, hey, it's been fun. I've been here for a long fucking time. Let's keep it moving. Even if it's for just a couple of years, just ride exactly. out for a couple of years and just and just roll with it. Um, so yeah, that's something I've been thinking. I, I got the bucks. I got the over as well. I, I just, I hate Kirk Cousins, man. I really do. Like, like he's just so overrated and he'll put up some garbage second half points when they're down by 21, but. No. Not only is he overrated, but I feel like I hate him because, like, he's been so good at cashing in on all these fucking contracts. Yeah. Mm. I'm just, like, super jealous. I'm like, why this motherfucker? Like, he gets franchise tag, franchise tag, franchise And then all of a sudden, you know, a guaranteed contract, like, never seen before that, what was it, three or 90 million or something like that? Yeah. Like, it was an obnoxious contract where everyone was like, what a fucking dumb move, you know? But, you know, and he just continuously plays like shit. He could take <laughs> a little bit under average. That that's him. Mediocre. It's incredible. Yeah. Where, where where would you rank him in, in the echelon of quarterbacks? Is he like 10 to 15, 15 to 20, 20 to 25, 25 to 30? Wow. I'm gonna pro- <laughs> without taking too long to answer your question, I'm gonna probably go with like 20 to 25. Absolutely. That's where you start. That, that's my yeah. He couldn't drop below, but then you have like the the guys from like the Broncos and like like those kind of scrubs. So maybe he's not quite that scrubby, but like sure. like he he's twenty to twenty five at best. Like that's the best yeah. you're giving him. And people, I, I, I could see him definitely being like that twenty one. Yeah, yeah, like right behind Baker Mayfield. Exactly. No, 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 no. Baker Mayfield. Let's let let's talk about Baker Mayfield and and. And, and Axel, like what you've been busy. They're, they're gonna Monday no, night. No, it's a Monday night game, dude. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there, I guess. But oh, I, I'm, I'm itching to talk about the. Okay, we'll I know there. you are. All right, all right. Let's let's go to uh, Axel's hometown team, uh, Carolina Panthers, giving three to the Broncos, forty-five and a half. Axel, this is, this is your this is your boys. What do you think? People are trying to call in to hear what you want to say, and I'm not letting them right now. What do you? Uh, think? I'm gonna go. I actually think this is a home run for the Panthers. So I'm going to go Panthers giving three. I, honestly, the Broncos offense is terrible. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to call this out too. I think the Panthers are so much better than their record of four and eight. So if you actually take a look at their eight losses, four of them were actually four points or less. So they play better without McCaffrey. I don't think they play better with uh, or they're playing better without McCaffrey. I think with any, Whenever you have that superstar issue of any superstar going down, the whole team just gets really fired up, and they're like, "Yo, now we gotta we gotta try a little bit harder. We gotta play a little bit better." And you know, and at the end of the day, that, that is your role. You have to. And more importantly, that's a potential like long term paycheck right there. That's giving opportunities like Mike Davis uh, opportunity he's never had before, right? It's like I could actually cash in here and maybe get one or two more contracts after this, whether it's here or somewhere else. You know, you got to factor that. In. This is literally this is their job, right? And every single game is a potential highlight film for a, a future contract. So when guys get an opportunity, you know they'll step up and play better for a couple of weeks. Like the Cleveland Browns without Odell. I I've been so let me let me I know we've fought about this a number of times, but wide receiver statistically speaking is hands down the most overrated position in all of football. You've been right? telling me this for years. So I think that if you had a really good quarterback with average wide receivers, um, you're going to, you can win championships if the team is put together properly. You know, I'm talking about defense, offensive line, but if you have high paid wide receiver getting like whatever millions of dollars per year, 
where you can't pay an offensive line, defensive line, whatever it is, it's never going to work out. And it's just statistically, you know, you could not, no one could ever show me where the uh, team was built in that way, where the, the diva wide receivers are getting paid a ridiculous amount of money. And then the team consistently wins Super Bowls. No one could ever show me that, or even, you know, more than one fluke Super Bowl. No, I, I, you told me that I've looked into it and you are a hundred percent right. It almost goes with running backs as well, to be honest. 1000% same thing with running backs. It's the easiest position to replace on the field, right? I mean, let's look at my boy, Wayne Gallman. Okay. <laughs> so let's, let's talk about Wayne Gallman. Who's looking honestly better than Saquon ever did. Right. He can't catch the ball like he did. Like I, I'm a giant. I, I'm trust me. I want Saquon to be great, but the moment they that they drafted him at two, I was like, "What have we done?" And it's a huge mistake on Dave Gettleman's part. I understand what he was trying to do. He's trying to bring excitement back. It doesn't work that way. But that's we'll get to that, I guess. But yes, running backs is incredibly. <laughs> that's why honestly, teams are going with the two-three running back approach. I mean, look what they're doing in, in San Francisco, what they've done the last couple of years. And that's, that's, you know, that's the first you know, example off the top of my head. Long story short. The Rams you know, you are get doing the same thing. The exactly. Running backs. I mean, the Patriots have been doing it forever. Yep. Uh, the Jets are going with the zero running back formation. That's pr- working out pretty well for them so far this year. Really well. Uh, yeah, they've got none. Um, <laughs> what, what about this uh, Titans-Jaguars? Is 8-4 and four Titans, like, are they the most overrated 8-4 and four team? Like, they just don't seem like they're that good. Uh, seven and a half points going to the 1-11 Jaguars. Uh, 52 and a half. Clax, this game looks like it bores you just thinking about it. Uh, it does. You see me yawn? That's that's how I feel about it. Are they going um, to get more than a touchdown win? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. They're coming off a pretty disparaging loss. To who? So. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't really remember who it was. It was. Brown. No, no, no. It definitely wasn't them. Um, but yeah, it was a pretty disparaging loss to some some team that overperformed last week. And um, yeah, and I'll take the over. What about you, Axel? I'm going to take the Titans uh, on this one. So, but in the same time, I feel like this is like a one of those like trap spread games where the, everyone's kind of like moving in one direction. I mean, like you know. Um, you got who's the quarterback of the Jaguars this week? Exactly. That, that, yeah, that, that's why I'm taking the Titans. I mean, yeah, that's a great point. I mean, it's, but at the same time, Jags have been playing hard. You know, they've they've only been losing by you know a few points the last couple of weeks, and it's it's to decent teams. I mean, the Browns, right? They're pretty good, I hear. Uh, the Vikings, uh, and I think that they lost by four to the Packers a few weeks ago as well. So I mean, that's not bad. Spreads. They're covering spreads, is what they're doing. They're covering spreads, and that's the whole name of this show, isn't it? Is like who's yeah. gonna actually cover their spread? Yeah, Mike so, Mike Glennon. That's who. That's who's gonna not cover the spread in this game. Mike Glennon is starting. That guy still has a contract somehow, somewhat. Amazing, amazing <sighs> guys that can't get jobs in the NFL, but Mike Glennon still has a job, and Colt McCoy still has a job in the NFL. I don't. Colt McCoy's it. a stud. Yeah, yeah. I don't get it. Like I just, I don't get it. Um, <laughs> I, I got the Titans. Wait, and I got the I'll, other. I'll, you know who was a stud in that game that no one's actually talking about is Alfred Morris. My man mm. had, you know, you know, you look this way, you look that way, look there he is again, fucking Alfred Morris. He just won't go away. I mean, scoring touchdowns, making it happen. It's two touchdowns. We have on, on a team formerly known as uh, the, the the Washington Football Team that had an old name back in the day. Yeah. The same Alfred Morris. I still call him the Redskins. 
They don't even deserve to be called anything. That team shouldn't even be in the NFL anymore. Let's move them to Nashville and call it a day. You know, like. You want to hear something crazy? Obviously, your girls are a little bit older, but my son's six, and I was like, uh, like he's like, who's playing? I'm like, the Redskins. He goes, they're not called the Redskins anymore. Good for him. <laughs> Good for him. The culture child. That's the parenting right there. I was like, oh, God, here we go. Dude, uh, I'm, uh, my, my wife said a couple of weeks ago, she's like, who's playing? I was like, uh, I don't even remember who they were playing. I was like, this, this, that's just for argument's sake, say it was the Steelers. Like the Steelers and the, and the football team. She's like, no, but who's playing? I'm like, the Steelers and the football team. She's like, <laughs> so, so, all right, whatever. I was like, what? She was like, well, you don't want to tell me. I was like, like I'm doing who's on first. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> No, well, the the Redskins. She's like, that's fucking stupid. That's really what they're called. That's, yeah, that's what they're called. They actually put out there recently that they they may make that permanent. You know, yeah. you know they announced that they're waiting at least two years before they choose a new name. Oh. Like, like what? It would be cool if they just kept changing their name every two years. I mean, that's fine too. Like for merchandise sales, like look, yeah. they can't sell anything right now. Is just gonna say Washington Football Team on the shirts? Like. Like, are they even selling merch? I don't know. It makes no sense from a PR standpoint. Make up any name you want and just call it something. Um, yeah, but soccer teams do that all the time. Yeah, but they're clubs. They're kind of different. They're, I don't know. I, but what's the difference between a club and a team? Class. Ah, uh, come on. <laughs> now you're reaching. That's, now you're Euro, reaching. that's wow. Euro, Euro wow. class right there. Not Euro trash. That's a Euro class. Wow. Uh, what, what about um, a team I don't like, the Las Vegas Raiders, um, getting three points against a quarterback I don't like, Phillip Rivers and the Colts. Um, Colts are 8-4. I think they're a good 8-4 team, unlike the Titans. Um, but I don't get how they're 8-4, because they like Phillip Rivers just makes me feel like they shouldn't be. Um, Axel, are they for real 8-4, the Colts? Are they going to smoke the Raiders like I think they are? No, they're a fake 8-4. Uh, I'm going to take the Raiders on this one. This is actually going to be my – upset special if we want to call it that i, I have an, yeah i think i think this is a, a lock actually that's how i'm looking at this i think the raiders have an awesome run game i think even though the, uh, the colts have a good defense um i don't think they're going to be able to stop the running game they may control but the, the raiders are going to control the, the clock i think Derek Carr is going to um, they're in a good position they're seven to five right so they, they know who's coming to town He's going to probably just be really hyper-focused on not making mistakes. And Phillip Rivers is the king of dumb-ass mistakes. And mm-hmm. I think that I think the whole – I think when the Raiders are controlling the field, controlling the clock, Phillip Rivers is going to get on and try to make things happen a little bit quicker than he should. He's going to make a little bit of a mistake or two. And honestly, I'm, I'm going to – okay, he, you want to hear another little conspiracy theory? Yeah, go. This game, is I also think that the Colts are going to get to town maybe a day or two early – and party their fucking ass off in Vegas. So when it's game time, it's not going to be that important for them. Ooh, Clax, what are your thoughts on that? I don't know how you can call a guy that has nine kids the king of mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, if uh, I, I just, I, I, I beg to differ on, on a lot of things I just heard. Uh, Philip Rivers is, um, I, I, I hate him. I hate the Colts. Um, I don't <laughs> think you're they're going to go have... against it. Things that I was saying. 
yeah, I don't think they're gonna have the opportunity to go down there and party. Here's 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 the facts. The Phillip the Raiders the Raiders no he it's doesn't. Not just Phillip, but it's not just Philip Rivers guys. There's a lot of other fucking. He doesn't and, and 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 COVID and everything else and that never stopped anybody from partying in Vegas and I and I get that. But here's the here's the thing. The Raiders lost to the Jets last week, and don't tell me that the Raiders won because they didn't win. They actually lost to the Jets last week. I lost all respect for them altogether. So I'm going to take the Colts and I'm going to take the over because it's it's just because why not? Because I flipped a coin and it came up heads. Uh, okay, so this 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 is crazy because, you know, after Axel finished talking, I was like, yep. No, you know what? No, you know what? I have more faith in, in the Colts defense. I'm going to take the I'm going to take the Colts in the under. You know, when Axel was done talking, I was like, yep, I'm taking the Raiders. Yep, definitely taking the Raiders. Then when you were done talking, I was like, yep, they lost to the Jets. I can't take the Raiders. I, they lost to the Jets. I can't take the Raiders. Um, but you got to keep in mind, just because they had a bad game last week doesn't make them a bad team. It's very true. The Raiders only look good when they play the Chiefs, I feel like. That's the only time they look good. It's the only two times they've looked good this year. Um, I'm going to take the Colts, and I'm going to take the under – um, I just, I can't bet on Carr. I, I know Waller had a magical game last week. He's not going to do that again this week because uh, he's on John's fantasy team and he's playing me in the playoffs. So that's just not going to happen for him. So with that being said and knowing that, I think Jacobs will have a decent running game. But, um, Phil, you know, you know, the main thing, the main problem with choosing the Colts in this game is that Philip Rivers plays up or down to the quarterback he plays against. When he goes against like the Packers, he'll have a shootout with Aaron Rodgers. He plays against someone like Carr, he'll throw three interceptions. Like that's, right. God damn, I don't know who to pick in this game. Um, I'm not going to bet on this game, but I'll put my money on the, I'll put my name on the Colts. I'm not touching this game. That's the, this is the game I don't touch this week. I'll tell you that much. Um, you know what game I would touch this week? Seahawks Jets. Seahawks Jets, 13 and a half going to the Jets with a 47 over under. Uh, lock of the week to me. Um, what do you think, Clax? Is there a point? Do we need to talk about it? I don't know if we need to talk about the, the Seahawks and the over. Um, do, do you actually, where are you on this? Seahawks over, keep it moving. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sweep, folks. It's a sweep. Um, how about this one? Probably a sweep as well. Packers, seven and a half going to the Lions on the road. No more Matt Patricia. Uh, 55 over under, which seems very high. Um, Clax, you got uh, seven and a half being covered by the Packers. In this it's, one? it's it's that high because it's in Detroit. Um, but that is that is high. But yeah, you know, I have a new philosophy on 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 when 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 these spreads are this high this year, and I've been wrong about it every time. Keep so, going up. Keep saying the over when it's this high. That's what I've learned. That's and that's that's what I'm going with. So Green Bay and the over. Um, you know, Green Bay just has just shocked me all. Like the last two months, every time I think they're going to go left, they go right. Every time I think they're going to zig, they're going to zag. But the Lions are garbage and Patricia's gone. And it's, you know, they got shut out by the Panthers. So, Axel? Uh, I'm also going to do Green Bay on this one with the over. It's kind of – it's it's going to be – you know, I I was going back and forth with the over-under, honestly. And I, I, I really want to say under, but I have a feeling – that it's just going to be a, a really, really ugly shootout if you don't know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be one of those games and you're just like, how the hell did that happen? How did the hell did that happen? Or like, how, why are, like, no one could get to the quarterback or there's going to be penalties in the end zone. We're going to get those, like, 
bullshit one yard little like jump in touchdowns all left and right. I just think it's just going to be one of those games where you're just like, all right. But- 42-28. That's what I predicted. I was going to say 48-21. Yeah, same thing. Um, that, that's what I see in this game. And I'm with you guys. Packers in the over. And you're right. It is a huge high over-under. But for some reason, every time Vegas does this, it goes over that number, we've noticed. So, like, I feel like they know what they're doing. Yeah, they probably started this at like 51, and it went up to 55 by this time of the week. We've, we've been watching this happen a lot. Um, next game is my next lock of the week. Like, lock it, lock it, lock it up. Saints on the road with the Eagles. Six and a half going to the Eagles. Axel, am I crazy? Like, is this like, does that, I know it's Taysom Hill, but I mean, six and a half, that defense on the Saints going against the Eagles? It's in Philly. Who cares? I'm I'm taking the Eagles getting six and a half. So uh, here's why. You got a rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me um, let me let me hit you with some knowledge. Is whenever you have uh, a superstar go down, everybody, especially the next game, picks up the slack. And I'm not saying Carson Wentz is a superstar. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that he's a starting quarterback, he's which is pretty. He's he's the leader of that team. He goes down. You got you know this rookie kid coming in that could only do two or three things. You don't think the team understands that. You don't think that everyone's like, holy shit, we got to step our game up. And let me just say this too. Everyone needs to get off the fucking Taysom Hill bandwagon, okay? Just because he had a couple <laughs> of games, he's, he's also not fucking special. And he's sooner or later, it may take five, six, seven starts. I don't care. But everyone's going to figure him out. They're going to, you know, they're going to adjust their defenses. Four. And see you later. Like, and I think, and honestly, I'm gonna, I may call it, this may be the game where they figure him out. Is this, he getting this, better and better every game, Taysom Hill? Look at the stats. Look at the wins. Every game he's getting better. So, That's yes, it. he might get figured out, but it's not going to be this year. I Well, why Next not? Year, just, because sure. just because he's getting better and better in, like, a very small sample size doesn't really mean anything. Well, right? he's so, getting weapons. He's learning how to use Michael Thomas now. Michael Thomas had 100 yards last week, like, or close to it. Like, he's learning how to use Camara. He's learned and he can run, and he's got a cannon. And you know what? He's Tebow, like, on the juice. Like, this is what, like, they, this is, it, I don't know, man. I think this guy makes the team better than Breeze. I'll be very honest. Um, if he was, if he was, you know, that amazing of a quarterback, he would have been, he would have already been in this, in, in, in these games already. Or someone well, they gave him, him a big contract. I mean, they paid him $11 million to be the backup. Yeah, but they I think that was more, him. yeah, I think, I, yeah, obviously they have faith in him. But once again, it's not like the Saints are the best team in the world when it comes to cap space. I think they're always, every single year, they're like struggling to figure out how they could complete that roster. So, look, I'm just saying that he's, I don't think he's that special. I think he's overrated. I'm not saying he's not good. I just think that he's overrated. Are the Saints and the second best team in the league? Are the Saints the second best team in the league? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say the Packers are the second best team in the league. All right. All right. All right, see, I think the Saints with that defense and nine wins in a row with a backup quarterback, second best team in the league. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's still a backup quarterback, though. You got to, you know, factor that in. That hasn't lost. I love it. Uh, Clax, you want to talk about your boy Taysom Hill? Sure. Um, he's not my boy anymore. That's what I could tell you about that. And I agree with a fair amount of the things I just heard. And um, good thing you're sitting down, E, because what is it, six and a half? Eagles plus six and a half over 43. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's that, I don't like it. I love it. And I think that the Eagles <laughs> might even win the game outright. Yeah, I agree. What yep. is this? Like, yeah, um, yep. dude, Taysom Hill scored two touchdowns a game three weeks in a row. Whoop de damn, dude. Yeah, but then you have Kamara that scores two or three touchdowns. I'm and it was 35 points. Thrilled. Now you know why I'm taking the over. Yeah, um, I just want to know who's scoring for the Eagles. Everybody. Everybody. I don't know. I don't care, dude. Expect Miles Sanders uh, Jaylen, to have a good Jaylen, game. Jalen Hurt. Yeah, Miles said, dude, that offense is going to be completely – it's going to be a completely different team. Jalen Hurts is not that good, fellas. It's like, going to I, be I never, a completely I different never said, team. I never said Jalen Hurts is good. I I'm saying that he's a this spark. game. He's a spark. I'm, this game. He's, I guess a spark. He's, a, he's a spark. It's a one-game conversation. It's, it's like, this right. game, coach gets fired. The team comes out the next game and wins one for the gift. And, I am, and I am saying the same thing. I'm not saying the Eagles are going to win out with Jalen Hurts. I'm saying no, I know they, they could win this game outright. I think the Saints are elite. I think that's this the is, I this think is the Saints a, are elite. This, this is a trap game if you want to put money on this. Oh, on the game this week, this was a trap game. This is my lock of the week for this, and it's this. I'm the opposite of you guys. Like I, I feel like, like, like nine wins in a row against a team that's absolute. You know, like, okay, here's the thing. The biggest issue Carson Wentz had, other than his decision making, was he had no time because that offensive line is so bad. They're a bottom five O line in the league right now. The, the Eagles. Okay. So Just Jalen imagine Hurts, if he was as mobile as Jalen Hurts. Well, that's what I'm saying. So Jalen Hurts is going to help. Because he's going to be able to get out of the pocket. Now it's going to be like he's throwing on the run a lot is what's going to end up happening from the outside. He's not going to be sitting in the pocket. That defense is going to be hunting him. Like, like I, I just think that, that that defense is going to come I don't know, out. dude. I don't know, dude. I'll, I'll bet you right now. Uh, I'm actually very confident in that. Situation. How many donuts? You want to bet a, a six donuts? Yeah. I will ship six donuts to Carolina. If I, I will ship six donuts back at you. Okay, we got a six donut bet. Um, I prefer jelly. Um, we 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 have donut bets, and we can't do money bets because then it changes uh, um what we're allowed to do on air. But we're allowed to bet donuts. So um, I did get cashed out on donuts a couple weeks ago. Um, Clax and I have a donut bet this week, don't we, Clax? You want to tell them about? Yeah, it? yeah, we do. What 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 was it? I don't even remember. I'm going to tell you what it is. It's oh yeah, I do remember. I do remember. I do remember. Yeah. Very very soon. Um, uh, but let's get to a game in between that first, which is the Falcons and the Chargers. Um, your boy Herbert, is that still your boy? That's still my boy. Okay. I love that guy. That's so, still my boy. So, Axe, I don't know if you're aware of this, but two years ago, I made an executive decision in my life. I wanted to make my life better. As you know, I'm a Mets fan. I don't get to see championships. Um, I'm a Giants fan in Eli. We trust that that's all I've had in my life. You know, I was too young for Lawrence Taylor to really appreciate it. And then there's the Knicks and the Rangers, and I don't follow hockey, so the Rangers don't really matter. And then there's the Knicks. Well, after the whole Charles Oakley situation in New York, I became a fan-free agent. Okay. I, decided, I decided I'm no longer a Knicks fan after 35 years at that point. Wow. I couldn't do it anymore. I, I didn't want to do it to my children. I just couldn't do it. Like, And it's not that I'll never be a Knicks fan again, but as long as James Dolan is running the show, is a, probably a small, small chance that I ever will be. But with that said, in football, Joey Clack's Decided to become a fan free agent this year from his New York mm. uh, <laughs> Jets is where, where I'm going with this. And um, I wonder where you were going with that. Yeah, so he's a fan, and and I thought that Herbert 
and the Chargers were somewhere he might start leaning towards, you know? Like I, I was really leaning think. toward it, but being a Chargers fan is almost as bad as being a Jet fan. It's pretty horrible. So he's not really leaning there yet, but uh, this week they got uh, two and a half going at home to the Chargers against the Falcons. Um, 49 and a half is the over under. I think that's the no brainer over in this game. They just put up points, both these teams, but uh, Clax, do you have Herbert beating the Falcons? It's going to be a crappy game to me. It's, it's a crappy game. It's horrible coaching against horrible coaching. It's, what used to be a great quarterback against a, a great rookie quarterback, it's it's just gross against gross, man. It's just guarantee the over. That's I do I have to pick the game? I'll take the Chargers just because they're at home. But the Chargers and the over. Axel? Yeah, so it's an absolutely gross game. Completely agree. I think both these teams need – well, excuse me. The Falcons need to gut their roster – and figure themselves out and start from scratch. They really should have traded Julio when, you know, they could have got a lot more for him. I, mm-hmm. I still think that they could have done it this year. Never happened. I think that Matty Ice is overrated. Um, oh, I think shot. that there's no, yeah, he's, he's terrible. They need to send him somewhere. Start fresh, redo the offensive lines, terrible, create a running game. Long story short, I'm going with the Chargers. They had a terrible game last week. They've been uh, on the up and up. And I think com- coming home, Herbert's going to be pissed. I think he's trying to prove something, even though that's not his demeanor to like be outspoken. Uh, I, I honestly love where the Chargers are going. I think they they need a lot of work too, but good news is they have a, you know, absolutely stud of a quarterback under uh, a rookie deal for the next four more years. So I think they're going to be in good shape. They need to fire their head coach is the first thing they need to do. That oh, God, yeah. Needs to go I feel like they should have done that last week. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know why they didn't. If they actually, if they did that last week, I think, you know, they may have had an outside shot of actually making the playoffs. Some of the worst clock management you'll ever see by a coaching staff. Yeah, they're, they're bad. But speaking of bad, I, I got the Chargers and the over in that one as well. But speaking of bad clock management, can we talk about who one of my least, if I think one of the worst head coaches, you might not agree with this, Axel, because guys on the show don't agree, but Riverboat Ron Rivera <laughs> and the Washington football team going against the 49ers. And I think Rivera is such a bad coach. With that being said, he's got those boys playing hard right now. So I sound like a hypocrite. Um, but um, I, I just don't know what to think about this game. 49ers, I think, are going to beat them. But Nick Mullins is tough to, like, bet on him. Axel, what, what do you think? Three points yeah. going to the, to the Washington football team. Oh, actually, Nick Mullins hasn't been playing terrible. I mean, I just think that the Redskins, I, they're – so Riverboat Ron, do I like him? I, I don't mind. Well, yeah, you can talk about it from your Carolina I, days. I think he's uh, he used to be next door neighbors with my boss, actually. So <laughs> he, he's supposedly like a super nice guy. Uh, he's a player's coach. He's a defensive first guy. But I do agree that I think in today's day and age, he, in terms of like where the offenses are going, he's incredibly overrated. I think he's, uh, he's going to have a hard time with that. You know, if you just need a good people manager, I think he's perfect. But uh, with that roster where they're going, I think the defense is starting to stop up a little bit, which I'm actually surprised it's taken this long because they have four first-rounders on that uh, defensive line. I mean, you got, you got to make some plays, and they're slowly starting to make it. Alex Smith, good comeback story. Um, that's did all you, well Did you good. watch his E60? Yeah, I did. It was absolutely gross. Did you think there was any chance he was going to play this year? I, I can't believe he's alive, let alone playing football. Right? I, I mean, lost a donut incredible. bet, bro. I lost it <laughs> at the beginning of the season. I said there's a 0% chance the guy, not only does he not start, he's not touching the football field. He's not yeah. even wearing a jersey. I was oh. wrong. 
But, I mean, Nick Mullins has been playing okay, but once again, this is more about the spread than anything. The 49ers defense has been playing good, uh, decent at least, and their running game has been, you know, making things happen uh, to the best of their ability. I'm going to go with the 49ers uh, giving three. And 43 over under, what do you think? I'm going to go ahead and take the over on that one. Clax, what do you think? You got the Niners? Uh, I think the game is going to push when the Niners win by a field goal and the under, and it's going to be a disgusting game to watch and not in an awesome defensive way in a gross, this is a 49ers Washington football game in 2020. And, um, you know, as, as impressed as you could be with, with Washington as of late, the Niners are healthy again, finally. And that defense is healthy again, finally. And Washington is not going to be able to do anything on the offensive side of the ball. And I don't have any faith in uh, Nick Mullins or that San Francisco offense either. But is, so I think it's going to push. I'll take the Niners and the under, but it's going to push at that three. Push. The Niners win by a field goal. The over under. He's like, I'll just take the push. It's like playing roulette, you know? Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll take green. I'll take green double zero in the under. Yeah, exactly. I, I like it. I'm going to take the Niners in the under. I think Washington is just not that good when they leave their division. I just think it's that simple. Like the Niners defense is going to shut them down. It's going to be a 21-17 type of game, 21-14, uh, low scoring at best. Um, I don't even want to watch that game. It's ugly. Uh, the next game, though, is probably the game of the week, the Sunday night football game. Bills hosting the Steelers. Two points going to the 11-1 and Steelers. Probably the game of the week? Probably. It is the game of the week. There's a Monday night game that might be exciting, but we'll, we'll say probably the game <laughs> of the week. Um, Axel, what, what do you think? Um, Bill's going to roll over the Steelers, or the Steelers going to come back? Well, what's happening here? I'm going Bills all day with this one. I mean, they're playing absolutely great. Uh, I think the Steelers are being exposed. They have been the last couple of weeks, let alone, I mean, obviously not just last week's loss. I think they're being exposed. I think they're a little overrated. Um, they'll still win out. They'll put up a good effort in the playoffs. But once again, I don't think they're going to go far. I think uh, you know, they've been you know, lucky a little bit where other people are getting injured. I mean, the Giants almost beat them in like week one. So, um, you know, that being said, Bills are on fire. Their defense is ridiculous. They're, you know, playing like they're pissed off at the world every single week. Um I think, you know, in some ways, um, you know, they've, they've lost games that they shouldn't, but regardless, I think I'm going to take the Bills on this one. Fox, you going with John's Bills Mafia? I'm going with the Mafia and the over, man. AFC East champion Buffalo Bills, they're, they're, they're the hot hand right now. And the Steelers, as much as, as easy as it would be to say that uh, the Steelers are going to play pissed off, no, they're, no, they're not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, they're not. Struggling. Their offense is struggling. Big Ben is fading. You know, you know, it was it was the least amount of rush yards um, since the merger in that last game that they played. I didn't know that, but that's they had not- twenty-two rush yards against Washington. And that's a team they should be able to do a little bit more with. I got the Bills and I got the under in this game. I think both defenses are coming, but the Bills are better right now. I hate saying it, and I'll only say it because John's not here today. But man, the Bills are good. Like yeah. it sucks. <laughs> like I hate it. They're gonna not do it in the playoffs, but they they're oh, good. No. But they're yeah. good. Good regular what, season team. Like, this is what the Bills do. <laughs> yeah. I want them to be really, really good just to lose and choke it in the first round. I know I know a lady who'll be real happy if that happens. Um, and then last but not least, Cleveland Browns hosting the Baltimore Ravens. Hold the on, Cleveland me, Browns look. are getting 
two and a half points. Oh, hold on. Let me let me let me let me, lock, let me write down my last lock. <laughs> there it is. You remember the bet now? Oh, I remember the bet. The bet is a dozen a dozen donuts that uh, the Ravens win with no spread. Was that it? Was that there, the bet? There, there was no spread even involved. That you there took the no Ravens spread. and I took the Browns. Yeah. And I know Lamar's back. Axel, you think I'm crazy probably, but I've had the Browns as my number five team in football for two weeks in a row now. And they just yeah. keep winning. And, and, I will, and I will film whatever bumpers you want. Well, well the Clacks will have to admit that they are now a top five team if they're 10 and three. Oh, I'll admit that they're a top five team. I mean, Stefanski's got them playing incredibly well, right? It's kind of cool to kind of take all the onus off of Baker's shoulders and just kind of like hyper-focus on the run game and just make things simple. I don't know why it took so long to get that right. But uh, I'm going to go with Baltimore on this one, though. Uh, regardless, I think Baker will revert back to being Baker, right? I, I still think that, you know, he hasn't shown anything consistent to say otherwise that he won't make mistakes where he's going to want to try to outshine and outperform Lamar because I still think he's an ego, egotistical asshole. I mean, most yeah. quarterbacks are. So that being said, he, he's not going to make it about the team. He's going to try to, you know, do, you know, put a little too much on the ball and get a little overexcited to make some plays. And I think it's going to bite him in the ass. And the Ravens are going to, you know, I, I think this, you know, this may be an absolute bloodbath. Blacks. <laughs> hey, that's, that's, that's why the Browns are, you know, top 12, top 15 team. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> Ravens, Ravens, and uh, Ravens in the over. It's it's just there's been so many so many points uh, going up in these Browns games off of turnovers, off of just everything. And like you said, at, at the end of it, I think the Ravens are just gonna go just gonna go ape shit. I, I think worst Question. case, it's a bloodbath, and and the Ravens score forty five points on their own. Question for you guys so far this season who's having a better season, Baker Mayfield or Lamar Jackson? Oh my god, Baker Mayfield's so good. It, Lamar Jackson's having an awful year. I, I don't want to talk about Baker Mayfield's year. Lamar Jackson is having a the, the biggest sophomore slump you could possibly have after winning the MVP. Great. And 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 Baker, what they changed the way this team is built now is like Axel said, it's kind of built the way you build for championships. You build a great defense, starting with your defensive line and work mm-hmm. your way out. Um, so they got that. They keep the other team under 17 points a game, basically, every game now. Um, they built it with a decent offensive line. Pretty solid. Not great, but pretty solid. I mean, if you watch that running game, it's because of that offensive line, and then you got two studs. And Baker Mayfield is told, don't go win the game. Just don't lose the game for us now. That's his new way of playing, is don't lose the game. And because of the running game, he's getting a lot of touchdowns because people are open because the running game is setting it up for him. And I think, like you said, the, the head coach is the biggest difference maker. Baker's had – this is his third or fourth head coach since being in, in, in the NFL. I mean, it's pretty ridiculous. And now he's had one for a full season that's good, and he's getting better and better and better. And you know what? It's weird that they're better without Odell, but they're obviously better without can, Odell. Can we, can we just go backwards – Sure. The Browns defense gave up 35 to the Titans. Yes, up, but let's gave, talk about that game. Can we talk about that, though? No. They, no, they gave up 25 to the Jaguars. They gave up 17 to the Eagles, 7 to the Texans, 16 to the Raiders, 34 to the Bengals, 38 to the Steelers. 
23 to the Colts, 38 to the Cowboys. They had a lot of injuries in the beginning. I'm not trying to make excuses, but yeah, I mean, they're, they, I mean, that's why they're not a top five team. I completely agree with class. Thank you. Well, that's what they were, but now at the beginning of the year, they were, but now they are. Cause they, they beat won- the Ravens. They're a top five team. They have not been okay. a top five. Team. I'm with you. I'm with you. You know what? If they played Pittsburgh this week, I'd take them over Pittsburgh. Um, I, I really would. I don't think Pittsburgh's as like Axel was saying. I don't. If think they stre- if they stretch this record to ten and three by beating the Ravens, I will call them a top five team because they probably will be. Okay. I mean, if you take if you take a look at Baker's stats, it's pretty interesting because yes, like he's not throwing that much. Like the emphasis is on the run game. Uh, but if you take a look at his stats, he's thrown twenty one touchdowns. That's thirteenth best in the league with seven interceptions. Like That's he's great. In, like, incredible. It's an awesome year. Plus, he's he's averaging two hundred yards per game passing. Let that marinate for a second. Well, that's like, low. It's not like, yeah, that's yeah. Not, it's not like Patty Mahomes. Uh, Patty Mahomes is, but I mean, thirty-one touchdowns, two interceptions, but three hundred and seventeen yards per game. Right, pretty crazy to like yeah. kind of break that down. I mean, even like Russell Wilson, you have he's averaging two hundred and ninety yards per game. Yeah, thrown for eleven interceptions and thirty-two touchdowns. Hey, hey how yeah. many games has it been since Baker threw an interception? I don't know. I got to look through the stats. He hasn't thrown an interception in six games in a row. Wow. That's a big stat. Like that's that's a huge stat. Not that he's not losing you. Baker's not, he's not Patty Mahomes. He's not Aaron Rodgers. I never said he was, but what he can be is an amazing game. What's what's been the difference in the giants winning games? Dimes not turning the ball over. Dude. You turn the ball over, you lose games, man. He's I mean, a game manager. He shouldn't be mm. trying to be a gunslinger. He's like Herbert's a gunslinger, and they lose those games if you notice. Okay, you know? let me let me let me yeah. put something in perspective. How many weeks has Drew Brees missed this year? Four, three or four, three or four, three, four uh, and a half of a fourth. Yeah. Let's just go, let's just go three, right? Just for for you know uh, simple math. So. Baker Mayfield has only thrown the ball 28 more times than Drew Brees this year. Yeah, because of their running game for one. Exactly. Like so, they're, they're setting up a great offense for Baker. Baker is not shouldn't have an offense built like like uh, Kurt Warner or, or or Mahomes. He needs to have a, an offense that's built for him, which is yeah. not to blow the game. And exactly. put your players in positions like Landry's been amazing lately. Okay. Um, Let me ask you guys one question now. Ready? You are the general manager of the Browns. Are you giving him a, a big ass contract at the end of this year? Because Baker Mayfield, yeah, absolutely yes. Because to me, he's a top fifteen quarterback in the league, closer to that fourteen and fifteen. Don't get me wrong; I'm not saying he's in the like like the upper echelon of that, but he's not a bottom fifteen quarterback. I could give I, you fifteen worse quarterbacks than Baker Mayfield in this league right now. I can. Phil Rivers, yeah, but is that worth? Yes. Top-notch money. Yes. If you're a top-half quarterback in the league, you deserve top money. Absolutely. So are you – so when he – okay. So because he – let's just say he's the 14th best quarterback in the league, right? Is he, put, like he's in that Jared Goff, like, 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 you know, those type of guys that are, like, good, but they're not, like, elite. But you have to pay them because they're much better than what you're going to get if you try to go the next four years finding somebody else. That's the way I look at it. Like, like he's, he's proven that he's good enough that – can, can he win him a Super Bowl? We don't know. But is he good enough to win now nine out of 12 games? Yes. And you know what? It's not easy to find a Cleveland quarterback that has ever done that before, to be so, honest. But didn't Jared Goff get paid, like, after he had that monster year? 
He got paid in the year he was up to get paid, which is what Baker's going to be next year. Same thing with Wentz, same thing with Matt Ryan, same thing with Joe Flacco. All these guys, when it's your year, it's your year. And honestly, Baker Mayfield has done enough to get a contract because if they don't pay him, someone else will. Yeah, but who cares if someone else will? Because like, then they're going to take options? a. Do you now go back and try to draft someone and start start completely over, or do you try or, to build create it with this guy for the last four years? Like, I'm not saying you're wrong. Up. Like I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm. So, I, I, I swear, I think it's a no, no doubt, no brainer. Okay. Clax, what do you think? So you're you're saying that Hank, you're saying that it's you're like oh you don't know what you're going to get like what what's the next step? Okay, great, but what if? You, I mean, if you have five years, was it four or five years of, of a body of work from this guy, just because he's having a good I, I like, a I like game work. manager, no, no, but a game manager, like you admitted, yeah, so you're saying that's worth top notch money being a game manager. If if you have the right coach and the right GM uh, to put the right players around this quarterback, absolutely, because he could get you're better. Because think can't about find it. a cheaper game manager. What was Russell Wilson after three or four years of his career? He, he was a game, game manager. manager. He was no. a game manager. It's, no. Yes, he was. Look at his stats. These stats that, that Baker's putting up are the same as Russell Wilson's in the same year. Um, except Russell Wilson had the same coach and the same offensive coordinator. This is different. Look at Drew Brees after three years. Um, his stats aren't much better, if, if not better. But he can. Baker's getting better, and if you give him the right people, I think he's going to do better than he is. I mean, he's better than a Matt Stafford ever was. And he got, I mean, you got to think about like the guys that he's got. And, and how did that work out for the Lions? Horrible. Okay. Horrible. Um, now, the thing is, they already paid Miles Garrett. Um, they're going to have to pay Ward on defense. Their cornerback's going to get top cornerback money. So he'll get that 20 mil a year. You don't pay the running backs. Like you said, you're not going to pay the running backs. You got to get Odell off the books. You can get a good player or a good pick for Odell. Clax, I'm sure, will agree. Someone will Odell. I'm going to disagree on that, but go ahead. You don't think you get a, at least, at worst, a second-round pick for Odell? Nope. Not with that contract. Oh, I do. I don't think so. Who's going to pay two – a sec, I'm sorry. Who's going to pay a second-round pick for a guy that has both I, his I, fucking legs all fucked up? Miami, yeah. Miami Dolphins will. No. Um, the San Francisco 49ers will. The um, only team that's dumb enough to do that is the Browns, and they already did it. Um, yeah. You know who else might? The Patriots. The, the Patriots. That's that's or the Bucks. Um, two words for you to to sum up this whole debate here. The guy won a Heisman Trophy. He he has this body of work he's put together. Let's just say he goes twelve and four this year. It's really simple. Kirk Cousins. You telling me that that Baker's not going to get a top-notch contract? Because he absolutely is. He's going to get the contract. Um, he's going to have the wins. Um, what he's probably not going to have is any playoff wins this year. Um, that that I will agree with you, Clax. You said even if he makes the playoffs, they're not going to win any games. Um, they could get a first. They could they could win in the first round. That if the Cleveland possible round, if they win in the first round, that is. Huge. It could be indie or something like that in the first. You know round. what? I, I take back my Bill Belichick coach of the year. Stefanski in Cleveland would be coach of the year if that's the case. All right. If they win 11 games, that's the coach of the year right there from in Cleveland. I, I've been putting up a fight that Bill Belichick should be up for coach of the year this year. Um, I know their team's not doing great. I don't even know what the score is right now, but 
Um, Stefanski should be coach of the year. But now He's Stefanski done an incredible job. up there, man. That guy, now that I, the more and more I think about it, Stefanski. Jeez Louise. Um, all right. Well, you know, we made it to the end of our gambling edition. Axel, thank you for joining us today. I'm kind of excited. I'm going to get you back on because we do need to talk some basketball. Um, I know you say you're a little out of the loop right now, but I still think you know more than 98% of the people and you've forgotten more basketball than a lot of these people know. I'll uh, do you know, my best. You know what they don't know, Axel, is that me and you used to, you know, sit we on started the couch. fantasy basketball. We, we did start rotisserie basketball out yeah. of um, the New York post and notebooks. Um, yeah. Stats. Composition and notebooks. That that's the most math I ever did in those three years of my life. Um, you I got five I, bucks a week. It was five bucks a week. I was big time. Clax, do you know about this? Did I ever tell you about what Axel and I, before there was online, before there was fantasy sports, we did something called rotisserie basketball. And oh yeah, we kept the stats. Thank God my parent, my grandfather got the New York Post every day. So I get on there and we keep the stats for our players and we pick people up. And I mean, these are the good old days of like, you know, rookie Tracy McGrady with, uh, you know, Barkley and, and, and Shaq and, and, and this is like probably 90, 96, I would say, something around then. We probably started doing it. And, uh, yeah, it, it was the start. And some of my favorite memories growing up were sitting on a – well, it's funny. We started fantasy, uh, fantasy basketball axle. But you know what else we started? I think we started MMA as well in your, in your basement. You yeah, know, I think so. I think you know, so. people did karate. People did, did, did jiu-jitsu. But your dad was kicking our ass with every form of martial arts when we were, like, young teenagers in, in That's right. like, Stu Hart's dungeon. And, uh, um, gosh, you don't even know, man. And, and, and I, I was the greenest of the greenest. You know, they, we had another big doofy guy who had doofus strength with us. Yeah. But like, and then there's me that shows up, this little skinny Jew with long hair. And his father's like, ah, okay. And, uh, you know, the cool down was watching the Knicks on, on his TV after. And I'm like, wow, he's so calm watching the Knicks. Well, where is that when we're in the, in the dojo downstairs? But, you know, that was good times, man. That was yeah. great times. King the dog was the, was the mascot, and yeah. uh, it was good. You know, there's no complaints. Your mom would cook us meals. I, I can't complain. I love Anoush. Um, it was the simple days. It, you it, know, it, Anoush will actually be here on the 20th. I think Anoush needs to come on All Fired Up next time we come as well. I think yeah. she needs a cameo. Yeah. She'll um, be here. No matter what she says, clacks, it's pure gold. That's all I'm going to tell <laughs> nice. you. The air is always perfect. It's never out of place, ever. It's amazing. Uh, she's right, she's so, got that fro. I know, I know. I'm, I'm going to grow mine back. It's going to be a different color, but I'm going to grow mine back just to be like her, I think. Uh, it's, it's inspiring. Uh, you can find this on Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, 14 other places where they do podcasts. I don't know all the names of them. We're on YouTube. I'm going to post this video. I haven't been posting a lot of the videos lately just because the audio is so much better once Joey Clax mixes it, but... Um, we got Axel's beautiful face. We're going to have to show this, I think. Um, you know, you we go. don't have Fox here showing us up, Clax, with the looks, you know. We got more <laughs> beard, all facial hair on this episode. Um, but we're going to get you back. Like I said, we're going to talk basketball. Maybe we get a little Yankee, some baseball out of you. Maybe when Ooh. Fox comes on, we'll talk some soccer. I know he, he always wants to talk soccer with somebody. I'm just never the guy that knows anything. So um, you bring some Euro swag, you know. I mean, we could talk about it. I mean, I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth, but I mean. That's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be something golden. That's all I know. Um, <laughs> I, I do know that Messi played Ronaldo two days ago. Did he you know did. that? I did know that. Who scored two goals in that game? Uh, Messi. Nope. I don't know. 
Ronaldo, you're close though. It was a 50-50 shot. <laughs> so I did see that an American kid scored a goal in that game as well. He's good. Is he? He's good. Is that like uh, that's the is he actually American or is he one of those like oh no, he's American American, born okay, in like really? one of our cities, yeah. Well, that's interesting. Whenever, whenever you see like those, like, oh, this guy's American. It's like, oh, he was born in like, you know, I don't know, born in Brazil, but he lived in America. Yeah, exactly. Or like he's, or he was, uh, you know, the son of a, you know, military guy in like some random country. So he like grew up there and knows nothing about America. It's kind of funny, but whatever. Well, I mean, America we'll take, some we'll take whatever we can get. Okay, that, that that's oh, all. Yeah. Um, I I stayed next to all the best women soccer players when I came to New York in March and I realized they're so much better than the men. It doesn't even matter who cares about the men. It's all about women's soccer. Let's give some love to the women's soccer clacks. Your, your daughter, she might be on the team one day. You never know. Women's soccer. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. She got the clacks jeans. I don't see, I don't yeah, see probably not. Her sport. Probably not. <laughs> but, but, but you know what she might be with the clacks jeans. She could win a pie eating contest. one day. She could definitely do that. Um, Clax, I forgot to tell you, I did have uh, nine wings for dinner tonight uh, in your honor before we did this. That show. makes that makes me happy. I went blue hair, nine wings. That was my night. Um, you have any final thoughts for today, Clax? Uh, not really. I guess the, the thought that I left you with to start the day, which is uh, if you're going to go to McDonald's, take your hash brown, throw it on your egg McMuffin, and stop wasting time. That's my final thought. <laughs> Oh, okay. That's a really good pro tip. I never thought about that. <laughs> mm -hmm. This is a fat man pro tip, by the way. That's, yep. not, that's not just a normal pro tip. Yeah, that's still a good pro tip. Yep. Actually, you have any uh, any final thoughts? I think my only final thought is that once again, happy Hanukkah, everybody. Uh, everyone should be really excited and uh, shine Tova. Absolutely, and I think that you know we've had a very interesting year to say the least. But the good thing is the sports is ramping up and. Uh, you know, I think we have a lot of good, fun entertainment coming and it's uh, exciting to talk about it. I had an amazing final, final take and I totally forgot what it is. So I have to change my whole thought. Hey, uh, shout out to my kids right oh, here. Nice. Oh, look at that. There they are. Yeah, looking look at this good. picture. Yeah, look at that picture. Looking good. <laughs> you know, I have to show the video. Um, I say shout out to my kid too, but she, she's in another room, so I, I don't have a picture <laughs> point to. Um, I, th I think the only thing I could do is, is pull, pull my video off. But um, we do have the holiday season coming up now. Um, sports are coming to a funny place where we only have football, and when football ends, we're going to have nothing but just some basketball. But I don't care about anything. You know what I care about? The New York Mets have a new owner, and when are we going to sign some players, man? I'm ready. Sign some players. Let's go. Let's. We signed a relief pitcher, and he said, I came there just because the owner seems crazy and ready to spend money, so I came to the team. Uh, let's go. I'm ready for baseball for the first time in, like, five years. I'm excited. Um, we, we need Lindor. We need Bauer. Um, we need Springer. And then we can make a trade or two for some other relief pitchers. But that's what I'm thinking about right now because I can't remember what my final thought was going to be. That was so good before. Do you have to pay Robinson Cano? Nope. He's off the payroll now. $23 million. Nice. Um, Yeah, we could put that right towards someone else. I mean, it's amazing. He's never playing a game. Robinson Cano, piece of crap. Yankees. I just hope that the, I just hope that the Yankees uh, re-sign LeMahieu. I think uh, – They're Calm down. Calm down. So, I think once that happens, I, you know, I'm, I'm just ready for the season to start. Um, you Do know, the Yankees need more pitching? 
Yes. Uh, yes, 1,000%. But at the same time, that's a, that's a rich man's problem that we have. So yes. we'll see what happens. But you have an ace. Well, boy, do we have an ace. Which most teams don't have. I'll be boy, worried. do we have an ace. But, you know, we're getting uh, – what's his name back? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking right now. I'm getting tired. Um, but, you know, I think right now what we need to do is just get our boy LeMahieu back. That's job number one. Once that's done, you know, I think everything else will slowly fall in its place. I, I, they're gonna have to pay him like twenty something mil a year to keep him. No, I mean no offense to the Yankees, uh, and I'm always looking for a deal. You know I me, mean? but I know <laughs> the Yankees that they got away with murder with that contract for the last two years. So pay the man his money. He's a batting champion. He's in the top five for MVP, and he plays the middle infield and covers first base. Uh, Gary Sanchez got a contract offer too. It looks like Clax. What do you think of that? Uh, not sure what this has to do with gambling. Well, I got Axel on him. We could talk Yankees for a second. So Gary, Gary Sanchez got a contract offer from who? The Yankees. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. All right. That's all we need to say then. Until the next episode, bye.